This is Rocked. Round 16. This is Rocked. Mark Warren joined by my man, unequaled, unsurpassed, unrivaled boxing IQ. He is JJ Rocker. Have we got a special guest, but we can't give that up too much yet. But how's life, brother? Life's good. In Carland. Yeah. Sydney uh, City Toyota. Sydney City Toyota. Sydney City Lexus as well. John Rocker's Sydney City Toyota. John Rocker's Sydney City Lexus. Shout out. Yep. Big plug. Yeah. All's going well. Happy days. Yeah. Special guest here. Very special guest. I'm very excited today. I've been uh, hanging yeah. to have this gentleman on the podcast. He's yeah. got a great story and he's a tremendous talent and a great yeah. ambassador. So yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, getting into it. Absolutely. So by way of introduction, we might introduce the Fight CV. With the Fight CV that reads this way, 28 pay for punch with 27 victories, 18 by way of KO. One draw from Tully, Queensland, and now residing out of Penrith, the foot of the mountains in Sydney's <laughs> west. Now i got to channel Mr. Jimmy Lennon Jr. And now, for the millions joining us around the world, it's showtime. And back to MW, introducing Paul Showtime Fleming. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Showtime. Thank you. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like finally the rock. That's finally, right. I'm, I'm in the I'm in the building. That's correct. My uh, young learned friend, Mister JJ Rocker, he's uh, excited about having you here today. So he should be. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I've been watching him from the amateurs. Yeah. I saw him go from a very skilled amateur to a very good pro, yeah. have a layoff, yeah. and then come back a completely new fighter, in my opinion. Yeah. I've seen him fight at small shows. I've watched him on live streams over in Macau. I've seen him fight good-level opponents. I've seen him fight opponents that had no place being in the ring with him. Mm. And that's not because they weren't good fighters. It's because he was just levels, levels, levels above. Mm. When you talk about the next generation or fighters that haven't won a world title yet, mm. number one on your list has to be Paul Fleming. I think you're right. And with that, respectfully, as he sits here with us, and I'll get him up on the mic a little, and with a lot of expectation, because like you, who I call unrivaled and unsurpassed, yep. your expectation of him is very big. Absolutely it is. And look, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak for Paul, but mm. I know with the team that he has behind him now, yeah, as well as a clear mind, yeah, there's not many people on the planet that can touch him. Mm. A stellar amateur career, yep. Some great work with Billy Hussain, renowned trainer, absolutely. And now with Jared Trelaw and yep. Dreamtime Fighters, yep. who are taking the boxing landscape in conjunction. With no limit, Matt Rose, Big George Rose. Yeah. Mate, boxing is well and truly back, and haven't they given you a platform, Jared and the team at Dreamtime? I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's what I've needed for what what I needed for a long time, and uh, you know, the appreciation and the love for everything that Billy done for us is is like I could you know never repay that back. But um, you know, I think we just come to a 
to a standstill with, and it happens sometimes. It happens. Yep. You got to know when to step away, and 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 you need a fresh start. You know what they say: a a, a, a change is as good as a holiday. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, like uh, it's just been amazing with Jared. Like the the it just all fits. It feels like home. You know what I mean? Everything fits. We just. You know, it's one like we all love to say we're all one and together and all this stuff, but you know, no one knows a blackfellas like blackfellas. Yep. You know, no one knows Aboriginals like Aboriginal people, and that's the same with every other culture. You know, you can we all one and all together, but we're just we just communicate different. We just have different different ways, and yeah. I want to go there because as much as we want to talk about fighting, this show, I think JJ will let you know that sometimes MW goes on a rant or goes on a set. It does. He certainly does. You're, you're, Join the club. Yeah. Join the club. I'm a, <laughs> we talk manscaping here. Oh. Have you got a manscaper? I don't have a manscaper, but I've seen the ads and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of, course. <laughs> of course. This man here dedicates Thursday to manscaping. Friday. 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 It's, yeah, for the weekend. Of course. Yeah, of course. You get, it's be, exactly. Come on, See? man. You know, knows. you know You know this. I want to cover a lot of turf, but make sure, because Jacob also knows I, I go off on segues yep. and tangents. But what do you rate at the Manscaped? We, we've got it's a, quality. It's you a, rate it? It's a quality product. You've got to get it. It is a quality product. And you need wow. a quality Manscaper. You need a quality Manscaper because you, you're doing all sorts of delicate parts. I mean, like Joe Rogan. You I mean you don't want nicks and cuts? No, no, no. Who's the guy, Joey Diaz? Yeah. I've seen <laughs> he him. He doesn't mean. I, I love Joey yeah, Diaz. He doesn't. He, I love Joey Diaz, and he. I've seen him do a few, few, um, few ads promos for the Manscape. I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if he uses it, but oh, I've seen him. Is that true? Does Joey Diaz do a promo? He does. Yes, he does. Of course, he does. Come on, man. He also does a lot of edibles. He does. He does. Oh. He does plenty of a lot of things. Our friend the, Joey Diaz. Stars of, stars of death, man. I love. <laughs> Joey Diaz, I love Joey. This is rocked. I bring in what's called my boxing uh, library. Yep. Uh, I went to Officeworks this morning and uh, I had to buy some toner, $148, just quietly. Yeah, they miss. And, yeah, and I'm, I'm quite impressed. I changed the toner. I was. Uh, oh, yeah. good for you. Yeah, yeah, because I can't hammer a nail into a piece of wood, so I just needed to say that. Is this still in the printer? Um, no, 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 no. Here we go. We've what, got some. What are you talking about, toner? Don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Because are I you print. Talking about hair? I had to print. <laughs> don't worry no, about man. it, bro. Don't worry about it. Your hair's looking good, by the way. Thank you. It is looking good. Thank He's you. Looking good. He's, He's in good neck. Hey. Kind of He's in good neck. neck. It's kind hey. of a Clooney thing that I'm hey. working on. Oh, is that right? Hey. Yeah. Salt peppers. A well, younger right? version of George. Of course. Oh, mate. It's... Speaking of George, George Cambosis Jr., come to him. We're going to yep. go across a couple of events for No Limit that happened in March and happened in April and featured this man. We're going to yep. talk some Paul Gallon. Yep. We're going to talk about his next assignment. We're going to talk about George Cambosis Jr. And, of course, and... and Wow, what a mission. But his body language is good. I think I was talking to JJ during the week. He's got a good way of uh, summing the fight up respectfully in regards to perhaps the chances that are there for this young Australian, George Cambosis Jr., who potentially, well, he has a ticket in the raffle, to turn the boxing world on its head. Um, What else did I want to touch on? Oh, yeah, showstopper, showstopper. It's on. It's on for no limits. Matt Rose, George Rose, Zoo Zarafa. If we don't yeah. go there, we ain't got a boxing show. Yep. And I cannot wait. All that and much, much more. This is round 16. This is rocked. 
And when you go to Rocked, you drop the E in Rocked, and it's rocked.com.au, and we're available on all platforms wherever you get your favourite podcast. Mark Warren, JJ Rocker, and Showtime is in the house. This is Rocked. But coming back to you, tell me about the journey. Let's go there. I, I listened intently to JJ, who had asked to join this conversation yeah. at any time. But let's go back to the humble beginnings. Let's take me back to Tully. Take me to your place of birth, um, and and tell me about growing up as a toddler. Let's let's get yeah. brutal. Well, you know that's a. I'm still trying to piece together a lot of my my childhood. You know, I never. I've never really talked really openly about it. A lot of people that know me personally know a lot about it, but not really a, an open platform. And I think, you know, now is a better time than than ever to talk, you know, open and be up front. So, you know, I come from a small town, Tully, far north Queensland, um, two hours from, two and a bit hours from Cairns, two and a half hours from Townsville, smack, basically smack bang in the middle. Yep. I uh, grew up on 14 acres out in the bush, away from half an hour away from what you call town. Town was a couple of servos and, you know, um, you could get pizza in there and that was about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I played rugby league my whole life. My dream was to play for Maroons, man. How'd you go? I, I was – so I got player of the year for my yeah. club yeah. when I was younger and uh, – yeah. Yeah, I was, I was. I made the rep teams up there, and I was school captain, and that. So I was all right. I was all right player. I could move a little bit, but um, yeah, I just, I just never could make that next step. Like I tried out for FNQ, like far north Queensland team. I didn't make that, and and I just got real disheartened at it. Mm. And uh, but I'd always had fighting. Fighting was in my life from the beginning. Like. Everything was fighting. Everything was, you know, blood sport. Everything was Van Damme. Everything was action hero movies. Everything was like fighting was there. And my dad was an old school sort of dude, old, tough, hard, you know, half German, half Irish, you know, hard life sort of guy. And yeah. uh, the earliest memories of me is me and my undies with gloves on the wrong hand and <laughs> dad had just put his chin out and let me go go ham and then – I'd be going ham and then up comes this like baseball mitt. You could strike a max match on my dad's hand. Like it was just, it was like leather. And that, up would come that hand and boom, the ears would ring and I'd get half knocked. How old were you? Like four, five. Through, Tough like, school. Yep. <laughs> old school, old school sort of stuff. And Nothing wrong with the old school. No, nah, it's not. And um, yeah, no, like it was, a, it was like the the thing that we did, like we'd come over, people would come over, family, friends, be like, check this out, yeah, bah. and then I'd go crazy and then he'd boom, smack me and then everyone would be like, oh, and then I'd be like, I'm right, and then we'd go at it. So, yeah. Did I did I hear you say you were school captain or pr- – Yeah, no, for, not for not for school. No, oh, I, no, yeah, no, no. I'm talking about the footy team. Oh, right okay. Yeah. yeah, and that's another, like, yeah. Like, Tell me about education. I was illiterate until I was like 25. I could not read or write. I never passed a year in my life. I never passed a grade in my life. Like the last, from about grade, I left in year 11 from a grade, about grade 9 to 11, like 9, 10, 11, I brought my headphones and my speaker to like my walk. Disman, Disman, we're going yeah. back here. No MP3. Well, I remember the cassette, the, the oh, Walkman. That's, uh, yeah, <laughs> walkman. I, was, I was after the Walkman. I, I had a Disman and I had like, yeah, I'd just come and put my headphones in and if there were tests, I'd put my name on it and 
and then hand it back in. And, yeah, I was illiterate until I was 25. I didn't get my learners until I was 25 because I couldn't read. Failed my learners test so many times. Without pissing in your pocket, may I say, and tr- trust me, I was only participating at school and did most of my studying post-year 12. Yeah. May I say how well-spoken Paul Fleming is? You're telling me you would consider yourself illiterate uh, at 25 years of age? Yeah, like that, I, I will and, take this for – I went for my learners about six times and I failed every time because I couldn't read. I couldn't read the I couldn't read the information. I couldn't restore it. Like I could, I could read words, but I could not put them together as a sentence. So I'd read like individual words and then I'd read a sentence or a page of a book and I would never know what it said because I was – so much effort just went into pronouncing the words and reading the words. I never, I could never put sentences together. You certainly can now. You're making Absolutely. up for it, bro. I've, I like, yeah, like um, I've always been able to talk, but I've, I've always, always had a gift to talk and communicate and connect people, and that's what I think. That's you know, this boxing, boxing's given me a platform. You know, I, I, I had no aspirations as a child. I had no. I don't remember like kisses or cuddles. I don't remember anything like that, and it was just. Hard. You know, it was hard, you know, and, and I had my mum and dad. My mum and dad were together, and, and but my mum, man, she was just, she's not the mum that I my The mum that I have now isn't the mum I grew up with. She was just trying to survive, and so many times she wanted to leave and take me away, but she she had family offering to, like, we'll help you, and she just wouldn't, because she knew what my dad was like. Like, my dad was one of them scary old guys that was just old school. We'd never... He'd never let, he never would have let mum go. You know, he passed away a few years now and a few years ago now and we said our goodbyes and, you know, the first time I'd ever seen him cry towards me and he said, first time he'd ever said he was proud and loved me. This is after me making the Olympics and everything, you know, like first time he ever, and he had his own demons, you know. He had his own demons he was dealing with and, um, you know, like it's, uh, it's sad that I never was in this mindset that I could sit there and talk to him and leave it all out in the open before he passed away. You know, I hadn't seen him for two years before he passed away and I went up there and seen him and he died three days after I got up there and I was like, it was just a shell of a man and I seen the regret in his eyes for everything that he put us through for our whole life and I seen the regret in his eyes and the regret was, the regret in his eyes was more painful than the pain of him dying. If yeah. I could say it like that, just having that, having like seeing that and seeing how much it, it just killed, it was killing him more than the cancer and everything was that, that the fact that he put me and mum through that. But, you know, what can you do about it? Like you can look back at that past and let it's it define times, you. It's times like, sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're Because it's times like this that you throw all the scripts yeah. out the window because we Most are definitely we are very <clears throat> proud that you uh JJ told me this would be lovely but um, we're very proud that you're opening up and yeah. hopefully helps you as well but also a lesson to all of those kids here's a young man an olympian yep a stellar amateur career who couldn't read or write at 25 and as you can hear wherever you're listening to us whether it's in London town west hollywood las vegas whether you're in queensland perth or here in sydney town articulate yep. in his communication skills. And I hope that we can continue to go there. JJ, um, he's a credit to himself, this kid. He absolutely is. And for as credentialed as he is as a fighter, yep. I know for myself, because I've seen it firsthand, 
for as tragic of a story as it appears to be, I mean, I know you went through a lot in, in terms of your childhood and and everything. I've seen Paul with his kids and he is a tremendous father. Well, you've got to be when there's five. Okay, yeah. now stop right yeah. there. Stop right there. You shared stop the right love. Because I said, <laughs> I said he's, he's from Margaiah's town, the mayor of Penrith. Well, I think he's the mayor of Mount Druid and the mayor of Penrith. Yep. But he calls it the Riff. I call it the foot of the mountains. In 1991, a country town became a city with their first rugby league premiership. It is rugby league homeland, but it's, yeah. also, it's also fight town. It's fight town. The riff. Yeah, yeah the riff. 100%. Now, they, now, breed them, they breed them tough out there, man. They, they breed do. them tough out Tell there. This is rocked. Tell me this, because I've got this is the important stuff. I want the children's, the ages, and All the right. names. Come on. All right. So we got Bella Rose Marie. So yeah. She's my first one. She was born on my birthday. So I'm April 3rd, yeah. 1988. She was April 3rd, 2012. Yeah. And then we've got Riker Zen. He's my next boy, and he's one of four boys in a row, four. and he's he's eight this year. <laughs> four he's, eight, he's eight this year, yeah. and he's – listen, last year watching the Penrith Panthers go all the way to the finals, yeah. it's ignited a fire <laughs> in him. And he's the Who's only he playing one, for? He's playing for the Waratahs Oh, is there. he? Yeah. I and think you'll like, find the young guy kids played for the Waratahs for a long while. Oh, there young you Logan go. and Mav. Yeah. He had his first game last weekend after one training session. Two tries, nearly scored three, three try saving tackles. He's a gun. Oh, what a superstar. He's a, he's a gun. He's yeah. a gun. He, he just, but he's, like his middle name is Zen, he just like goes with it. One day he might just go, ah, I'm done, Dad. And I'll be like, that's you, dude. That's him. <laughs> like, you do you, man. He's just, I'll, I'll say, I'm going over the shops. You want to come? He goes, nah. I'm going to take the pillow and just lay out in the trampoline. This is like a seven, <laughs> eight-year-old. Like, he goes, I'm just chilling. How many have we got through there so far? So that's two. Then, right. then, you, then you got Boogie. His name's Kame, which Kame. means spear in Aboriginal. Yeah. Kame. Uh, Kame Lamar. Love it. And he's, he looks exactly like me, but with light hair and lighter skin. And yeah. he's ten times crazier. So anyone that knows me personally knows how crazy. I'm a full-on dude. I'm a big energy. I'm crazy. Yeah. He puts me in his back pocket. Wow. He's, he is the craziest human being I've ever, but he's got the biggest heart. Like yeah. he's the How biggest. Old he's six this year, first year of high, uh, first year of primary school. Uh, he's in in kindy, and we were so worried. But he's bringing home award after award for oh, just being a, a good, blo- just being a good bloke. Like he'll <laughs> he'll stop for anyone. He's the type of guy. If 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 a car was coming, he'd push you out the way and stop it. Like he's got a really big heart. Um, then we got Noodle. We got Jarly Boy. Yep. Jarly means wise owl. Jarly. So Jarly. He's Jarley. he's three this year. Yeah. And uh, he's he's more athletic than all of them put together. And he's he's three. He hits the skate ramps and his little scooter and that at like two. What like a he's legend. he's wild. And then we got the little the little stud muffin Yamani Murrigan. <laughs> so Yamani Yamani. What does means, Yamani mean? Yamani means rainbow. So we had a miscarriage before we had this baby. So baby after miscarriage is a rainbow baby. So we called him Rainbow. So uh, Yamani Murrigan and Rainbow and Stars because he's a star. He's my last star. Okay, now we missed the we missed the girl here. Yeah, she was the a girl, first the one. Girl the Bella Rose. Okay, you missed. Okay, you missed the star of the. Hang on. Whoa, whoa. 
Hello, Riker. No, wait, I'm going to Hello, <laughs> you Riker. Missed the captain, here. You missed the captain. No, oh, the, the captain wa- was oh, first. the wife. <laughs> the wife. Wow. Oh, we can't leave her out. She's a mis- oh, man, this woman. Tell me about her. So similar, like, same, same, but different. Similar sort of upbringing as me. Same, Real. same, but different. Someone said that to me in it's, Thailand once. It's, anyway. it's, it's, <laughs> I digress. I digress. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Full of it. Nah. I, was buying, I was buying jeans. Oh, there yeah, we go. Of Sam, course. Sam, Sam. Anyway, but... um, <laughs> You're up on it. <laughs> um, She's uh, had a very... Like, same sort of life. Real difficult life. Real hard life. And... You know, she's just everything that she is is just a credit to herself. Tell us this superstar's name again for everyone. Bianca. Bianca. We call her B, Queen B. She's I, the I, she's I, the queen of the house. Queen B. I, I saw you in a, an infamous spa, yeah. and and uh, she's there with all the kids. Yeah, and just it's like I'm just watching her. He's in there doing yeah brutal work in the lead up to a big fight yeah. to help a, a mate, and look at these kids and this beautiful lady. Just yeah. it's like. You know, it would freak most people out. These people were at home. They were at home at the spa. Of course. Listen, there's more brutality that happens in our house than at the fights <laughs> half the time. These got these kids, man, they're crazy. They're wild. And, but I love it, man. I love the chaos. I call it beautiful chaos. Yeah. It's just like beautiful chaos. Beautiful chaos, man. That's what can I call I, it. Could you, can you? I'd like to get that in Aboriginal. I, 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 but beautiful that, that chaos. Beautiful chaos. I, yeah, I'll find out. I like I'll it. Find out, I'll Could you find paint out. me a little picture? Because we're going to come to your artwork. I'd love a yeah. picture. I'd love a 100%. picture because I've got an idea for that. Because that kind of sums someone up, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, I don't chaos. know if I'm beautiful, but <laughs> the chaos. Definitely uh, chaos. Well, that's what I call it, man. It's like, you know, something that me, like, my wife was, um, yeah. she's got half brothers and sisters, yeah. but she never grew up with them. Yeah. And, and I was like a. I have a little sister who's got cerebral palsy and autism as well. So, that's, mm. you know, yeah. I grew up with her. She's nonverbal, and I grew up with her. I always wanted a brother and sister that I that could I I could have with me and have that love because I wasn't getting it from every other place and that. And yeah. you know, and I'd like to just say before I go any more onto it is like every time that I've kind of spoke about it in the small times that I've had, I've never really spoke about my mum. About it. It's always been about what I went through with my dad, but you know, it's important that we speak on the women that are involved in this because she had no outs. She had no way of going out. She she was yep. completely disconnected. She was in fear. She she and there was like I said, there were family friends that wanted to help her, and she's like, I would never, I would not bring that on to you. I'd never. She felt like a burden, mm. and you know. The whole not feeling the love and the whole house home environment was never anything to do with my mum. She was just she was just treading water. She was treading water her whole life, just trying to just trying to keep it together with the amount of abuse she she was copping daily, like like constantly. It's a, it's a, it's a tough thing, and 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 you know I I speak about my life and and how much I've succeeded and all this stuff, and I just wanted to point out that my mum loved me in the best way that she could yep. in the situation that she was in. And, you know, I'm just glad that I got to experience the mum that I have now. You know, I never had that mum growing up. And me and my mum now, like, we 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 got a beautiful relationship yeah. now. And I never Where had that. Where is she? Where's mum? She's at Brizzy. She yep. lives up yep. at Brizzy there. And, um, you know, she grew up in Brizzy, so when Dad passed away, they she moved back to Brizzy, and yep. she got family there yeah. and friends. And you know, she's a full time. She's 
She's 66 this year, I think, and isn't she's it, a... Isn't it nice to see relationships bloom? You know, yeah, well, like... absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Is. But, um, yeah, she still cares for my sister. She's my mum's... Yeah. That's my a big mom's. job. Um, God blessed. Um, I, yeah. In that space, Ricky Stewart, yeah. uh, Canberra coach, superstar player, Union and League, he has a, he has a daughter that suffers from autism mm. in, a, in a very, very significant way. And I, yeah. I, I have met the young lady a couple of times. So I understand it is a it is a real job that mum has there. Oh, man. it's yeah. And it's, you know, and dad was that old school chauvinistic sort of thing. So he never did none of the clean, like, you know, that's woman's job, that's men's job sort of thing. I'll look after the house and do the manly things, mow the lawns and chop down the trees and that, and I will never do anything in the house. Mm. And, you know... I'm the exact opposite. I couldn't wait to change the nappies when the kids are born. I couldn't wait to share them. I'm like, I'm hands-on. Like anyone who knows me as a father knows that I'm hands-on every day, all day. And not to say that I don't mess up, you know. I'm, I tell people that fathering, like being a parent, a mother or a father, if you wanted to pick the toughest road through life but mountains above everything and rewarding and and and, and pride and and just yep. how rewarding it is being a parent it, but it's the toughest road man it's the toughest road you said to me five types of love for five different kids and also or six and, and, and with the my anchor wife, as well yeah. of and, that, and that's just love and like, so hard but yet so good yeah 100% like like yeah. the the love you got to show it five different six different ways you got to communicate six different ways you got to be a ref you got to be a cook, a cook, a cleaner, a yep. ref, a yep. support, a, a psychologist, a best friend, yep. a disciplinary. You know, you got to bring down the hammer when you have to. Like, you know, it's yep. it's the toughest job I've ever done, but I wouldn't want my life any other way. I wouldn't change a second of it. I wouldn't change, you know what, even going through what I did as a kid. I wouldn't change that because I think it's made me the person that I am today and has given me the values I've had today and has given me a platform where I can spread my message and, you know, share it with people and connect with people. So if that means that I had to go through what I had to go through, then I'd go through it again for sure. And I have no doubt that your mother would be so proud of the father you are now because I have no doubt that's shaped the person you are today and and the love that you give to your children and your wife and to an extent, your greater circle as well. I've seen you embrace teammates, coaches, yeah. trainers. You just have this energy and spirit about you that people want to be around you. Um, uh, yeah, I've always been. I don't know. I've always had that. You know, I've suffered with like ADHD my whole life, yep. and and you know, I was not on any medication. I didn't really understand. It's only in my later age now that I kind of understand it because I've got Kame, my little boy. Mm-hmm. Like he's exactly like me to a T. Yeah. But crazier, and he has ADHD as well. So we got him going to therapies, and you know all these things, and all the help at school. And I'm like, that was non-existent when I was a kid. Yeah, like it's like ADHD is a literal disability now. If you got ADHD, you can get NDIS funding, which we do for my son, and yes. we can get him therapies and help. Yeah. So it's literally seen as a disability. It's a lack of blood flow to the frontal cortex of the brain. That's what it is. So your brain so overworks. I, I, I want to get JJ's yeah. take on this because everyone seems to have a little bit of a story and an idea, particularly in your generation. Um, yep. I mean, when I was a kid, it was called Too Many Red Frogs. Yeah. Huh? And, 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 yeah. and I had a counsellor once. Hey, here I am, Mark. This is my first meeting. Tell me that uh, I had the residue of ADD and, and I, got, I got no 
problem with it. I do worry sometimes that they are loading up kids oh, 100%. On, on the medicine and yeah. and Big Pharma is the big winner. Um, you, you, your take on, on ADD in that space? Um, I think, funnily enough, from my experiences with people that do have ADHD, yeah. I think when channeled correctly, they can be mm. the most beautiful and most successful people. 100%. Because they have an energy system that most don't. And their way of translating that and creating paths for themselves, mm. they think differently, which mm. creates different opportunities for them. Mm. So I think when promoted and pushed and looked at as something as, hey, this is special, you got an opportunity here, this yeah. is you know, yeah. something special that you can create for yourself, I yeah. think uh, it can be harnessed and pushed in the right direction. Yeah. I, I got a little nephew, Joey Warren, and uh, he... Uh, he has a, an area, that area, um, and I just and I know that he has to have his medicine. Yeah. But brilliant in the surf and brilliant on the football field, hardest working little kid you ever meet. Yeah. But and I think if you're in that space, perhaps when people with this particular illness or is that, is that the word? I don't know if it's an illness, a condition, does, does yeah, condition. I guess you can con- class as just uh, yeah, conditions. When these type of people are passionate about something. Whoa, look out. It's like that excess of energy. You can I, I call it the laser point. Yes. You know, when when you when you aren't focused, your energy is just shooting off in every direction. Direction. Yep. You can't focus that energy on anything mm-hmm. and you just like you just it, it, in seven different minds, like yep. you're trying to do too many things at once. You're trying to, to have too many Example, of the conversations. Point, point in case. Yeah, no, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. Goal, man. 100%. Like, yeah, 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 but, yeah. but when I call it the laser, man, when you figure out what that, what you love and what, what really captures your yeah. attention, yeah. it's that attention. It's that attention deficit. You're at a deficit of attention. Yeah. So when you figure out what that is that you can focus your attention on, yeah. it turns into a laser, man. And that it was, does. for me, it was boxing. For me, it was boxing. Like I was, I was good. I was, I had this energy, and I could just go and, and uh, and that's another thing with my talking and my, you know, my. It's hard to I, I got big, off. I got big love, man. I got, yeah. I got, I got big love for everyone. I always give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I, you know, I, I, you know, I just treat everyone. I try to treat everyone and and how they how I'd like to be treated. That's how I try and live my life, you know, and um. Yeah, and look, given this, given a platform, we talk about you know having the right platform. Look at what I've done in two fights. Yeah. You know what I mean? From the walkouts, yep. from the interviews, from yep. the actual performances. How did you go at the right? If you're just joining us, you might want to watch his last interview <laughs> oh, at Centre Ring. Uh, all that stood out for me, and I was just crying with laughter as he, he just shouted out that he was. He's going to be at the Royal Easter Show, and he was he was up for shouting you whatever you want. <laughs> and he was gonna he's gonna take the five kids and Bianca, and he's gonna have a good time at the show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Eh? And that's that was just off the cuff, man. Yeah, that, of course. Like everyone was asking, like you know, it was I had friends of like friends of friends, like people that know that they their friends know me. Go, oh, what's that Fleming fight? He's he's a good fight, blah blah. blah. And they go, but question. Is he really like that? Is he really? <laughs> and they're like, since yes. birth, since <laughs> birth, since he's come out of the womb, he's been the exact same. And that's and I can pride myself on that. I'm, I'm, whether it's seven o'clock at night, five o'clock in the morning, Monday to Friday, yep. three sixty-five. I'm, I'm Flemo. You know, we're gonna come to boxing. We'll get there. We'll yeah. get there one yeah, day. We'll, we'll get, get there. there one day. Because but, um, I'm going to say it. You're at the tipping point. 
It's, yeah. it's it's big decision time. It's it's yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely, it's, it is. It's big opportunity time. And again, a big shout out to Jared and the team at Dream Time who are doing, oh, who are making every post a winner to try and get this boy uh, a world title strap. And we can't wait to see the Super Feather Southpaw do his stuff again uh, on the square ring under bright lights. And you know, and it's so lucky. We're so lucky to have um, Jared and, and working with No Limits, man. Like, is Brad yeah. Harbin my man? Oh, of course, Brad Harbin. He's, he's, team, he's team dream time for Can sure. Can you ask him where he's... my sloppy Joe is, please? Uh, he was telling me the story about uh, ads. Oh, ads, no. huh? Oh. <laughs> 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 so we got Fidel, <laughs> Fidel knows about it, who's yeah. been in to buy a Sydney City Toyota. He is. Just today. Yep. And Brad Harbin, regular with you. Yep. I don't know if I've told that story here, but Brad was, and, and Brad has one leg, uh, a prosthetic limb, which they do amazingly now. Uh, he had a terrible car accident and he's got on with his life and he does so much work in the Aboriginal communities just beyond, as you know. Of course. Um, um, but back in the day up on the Central Coast, he wanted to get into a little bit of Nick. So I had him out on my timber decking at Avoca where I was living at the time in Poverty Lane, not on the water. And uh, <laughs> we're just out there and it was getting dark. And I can say this because I'm from the Riverina. I say, I'm Wiradjuri. I, you know, it's not what you are, it's what you believe. So yeah. always was, always will be. Uh, and very, very proud. And we've got some people from Juni like Laurie Daly. So we're extra proud, right? <laughs> and so we're doing some unders and overs and then I'm getting Brad to throw a couple of left hands and a right hand and a left rip and a right right hand and slip, rolled, and he's throwing this hook and he, he's out there and he monstrous power. Yeah, can punch if, if Mr. You, Hardman. If you, stand, Damn. if you stand with Brad Hand Hardman, grenades, hand grenades. I've sparred with Brad in the lead up to a lot of rounds in the lead up to a, um, a charity fight night, a corporate fight night, and he fought an abled athlete. Are you yeah. serious, man? And got gypped. But anyway, I've got him and said, mate, we've got to throw the left hook in here. And get moving in, in here, mate. Yeah. And turn, turn the heel in here. <laughs> well, it was getting dark. <laughs> Visibility was low. <laughs> it was, and the sun was going down in Poverty Lane in the valley at Avoca Beach. Just at that, just and, at that height, and the he, beams he's hit your eyes. up and go boom, and it hit the point of my chin. And I swear, I, I got a good neck because it stayed on, uh, the head stayed on. And I hit, the, I hit the wooden decking that hard, that hard, that I stood up again. I bounced, <laughs> I bounced off the decking. Uh. And that is God gospel truth. And if he keeps telling people, <laughs> including yourself, well, I'll just have to laugh. <laughs> He's the best. Because I'm not standing yeah. stand and toe-to-toe with Brad, Brad Harbin. No way, bro. Hey, and we're, we're missing yeah. the fact here. Imagine if he had that other leg too. Imagine what? that generating that power from Can that. Can you imagine? He, Can he was you a very, imagine? He was a very talented amateur boxer before he had the accident. And yeah. an ultra-talented rugby league player from out Windsor way. Yep, in Sydney's West. So, oh no, he he's an athlete. He's an athlete. Oh, and by the way, what about his golfing? He went and he went and took up golf there and was playing off single figures with with a prosthetic limb. Is just, that right? Just incredible kid. He's incredible. one of them. He's one of them fellas that just pick up anything and he could do anything. Eh? This is rocked. Johnny Lewis, who I refer to often, and I write down almost everything he says. And sometimes these days it comes out where I can. Even someone that might be far smarter than I, but mm. something that Johnny's told me from that just sits right, and I can pass on a lot of his messages because he can't tell everyone. Mm. And and he talks about 
an awareness of our Indigenous athletes at their best, an awareness on the footy field, an awareness on the AFL park that there's the most he, – he says the Aboriginal is the most balanced athlete on earth and that there is a sixth sense. They just know whether it's the ring or on the football field. Yep. They know where you are. It's crazy. Is, is he? Is he? You know, he's seen yeah. so many indigenous kids come through the gym. It's it's a common thing that you talk about. Just having that. Although I call it the eye. They just got this. They just got this. You, this, not, you. not by you. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I call it the eye, man. Like, could we say we? Was, we, <laughs> yeah. we? We we call it the eye. It's just that. Just that. That awareness, like you say, that like like look at Jay Jonathan Thurston. Yeah. He just like. On the on a dime, he'll just change a play like that. He just sees something, yep. sees something in every corner of his eyes. That one percent chance that something could be on here, yep. and he'll just change the play like that, and then boom, and then something's on. And yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just well, think about it. Two hundred years, two hundred thirty years. Now ago. AFL stars just know a ball's there. They yep. know their man's yeah. there. They'll hit him on the chest from yep. before in a, in, yep. a, in an inkling. And you and you look at Lionel. Yeah. And you look at the old grey, the, yeah. the old black and white uh, vision of Lionel. He just knew at his at yeah. the top of his game. He just knew where he was, where his opponent was, and he knew how to make a man miss, and he knew how to make a man pay. And then you see these beautiful indigenous athletes on their toes. They are so beautiful. They are so beautiful. They are. And you look at Cody Walker from oh. from South Sydney. Oh. When he's on, no one touches him. Hundred percent. When he's on. I, I, again, I say it respectfully. Please pull me up if I if I overstep the mark. There's a balance in that South Sydney side that you're talking about. Now over there in LA and Vegas, or in London, they're going. They're talking rugby league again. But the, when when Cody's on, when Dane Gagai's on, when yeah, Trell Mitchell's Trill. on, when Dylan Johnson's on, or Alex Johnson rather, yep. when they're on. And they're just playing footy like they are in the park. Yeah. Bruh. Absolutely. You, you ain't stopping that. Barefoot, You're not stopping that. Barefoot half field, remember that? Barefoot half field, you'd only go like that. We used to play that yeah. at, at training. You'd only yeah. split the half field, you play long ways barefoot. Yeah. It's like it, it was fun back in the days, man, playing the footy. Okay. But yeah, that that eye, it's it's just something special. And you know, I've always had it. I've always had it and I I'm lucky and I my um my second boy, he's got it. I had him out the back throwing something and throwing a few things and on his toes and he moves like showtime. So yeah. it's it's yeah. it's interesting because it's almost like this certain flow state that mm. an athlete mm. enters. Yeah. That I've seen from elite athletes and I've I've classed myself as very fortunate to have seen boxers all around the world at all different levels from big shows to small shows. I remember being at the Emporium Center at Bankstown. And Showtime fought an African gentleman. And that was as close to an athlete being their ultimate. uh, It it was almost like he was in there and it was an exhibition for him of, hey, guys, this this is what I can do. He knocked out this gentleman senseless. It was a shot. It was a, a left hand that sparked him. Water flew off his head. And he landed straight on his back. And leading up to that, if you saw the way he was entering and moving his head and, and slipping, it was it was incredible. And I remember being there with a few people that it was their first time at the fights. Mm. From that day, they've been fans of him for life. Yeah. And they will be. Yeah. And seeing that progression and 
how his energy is channeled and being in the hands of Jared now and Brad and the team that he, he does around And him. Lawrence to us. We're forgetting Lawrence, Lawrence to us. So Lawrence is out there a lot. To us, yeah, yep. Lawrence to us is out there every yep. day. Oh, man. John Pedro hey, as well. John Pedro. John Pedro. Hey, John Pedro. Tyson. Tyson. Tyson Pedro. Pedro. There's another man I'm not standing in front of. Lawrence. Whoa, 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 whoa baby. Them body shots, whoa. eh? Them body <laughs> shots. Don't go there. Lawrence to us. Are you serious? And to see him when he was a cruiser. My goodness. But look at the team. Look at the team, you know, and, man, you know, Jared's come out of – Jared's, like, not many people have no, no. knew Jared. Yep. Knew anything, and then he's coming and he's just – he's just grabbed this game by yep. the short and curlies and yep. he's shaking the hell out of it. 100%. And, and, and listen, you, I look into things, right? I, I, I kind of look at things from every perspective. So – a lot of people are apprehensive with me leaving Billy H. You got to admit, yeah, yeah absolutely. Got to admit, a lot of people are like, "What's he going to be?" And when so, when anyone leaves a team that they've been with for a long time, oh, yeah, my brother. Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, no, I'm getting sorry. animated. I'm know, getting animated. I know, no, I'm, getting, I'm waving Born arms around. Television. I am. Brother. Wow. I thought he's going to break into his <laughs> I was pre-walkout. Walk out. I wanted to come into his walkout. In fact, he might. Uh, you know what? It'd be, it'd be special. Just think about this before we go. And we've got Garth Wood to do something for us. We might have to get you to do something for us, a little dance as yeah. we close the show oh, today. Mate. Just, yeah, just we might Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. We'll maybe. get on to the walkout maybe. too. But we're, while we're on the Jared thing, because yep. I've got to give him the credit that, he's, yep. uh, that, he's, that he deserves. Yep. You know, that's a big thing. And it's a big, ballsy move. Like, you're not just taking someone who's never had the experience. There's no expectations. Yeah. You take a guy that has no expectations and you take them and you do something a little bit with them, mm-hmm. yep. then it's a big thing. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah. But you take someone that oh, I'm the most, at the minute, I'm the most, one of the most talked about fighters in the country. Without it's a me, doubt. me and, and Timmy Zoo. Yep. So you take someone with that sort of power, like exposure behind them and, and that sort of credentials you're taking a big risk. It could have oh, yeah. easily blew up in his face. You've seen glimpses of it in the Bruno fight. Yep. That's after two and a half, two, two years off. Yeah. You know, that, and that was it. No one wants that Bruno fight. I took that Bruno fight after being off for two years with yep. a new team. I'm going to yep. stop you there. Yes. And, and, and I full respect just jumping in on a boxing thing. Bruno, uh, yep. Tarimo, yep. uh very talented and oh, very talented and man. more so the work rate that we hear, oh. JJ and I hear about by the Maloney boys. Um, I, I And full credit to you taking the fight and so forth and having that big break. But, yep. hey, it says even more because the man you fought is some special kind of fighter in Bruno yeah. Tarima. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Absolutely. I rate him. I yeah. rate him, man. I rate his work rate. And Are you serious? Listen, he's yeah. – He's if he moves down in the way, like he uh-huh. listen, he yeah. gives anyone. Everyone's like, "Oh, Bruno's not a puncher." Well, maybe if he fought at his natural weight, he'd yeah. probably be a puncher. Yeah, which is probably what Super Bantam. He could make. I've I've spoke to Maloney's about him. He could make Super yeah. Bantam like did you, next I, for week. someone that couldn't. And you've been there for someone that can't punch. Did, no disrespect, Kai, but did you see Kai McKenzie? My goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah man, if, if, exactly. Another dream, to, another dream time fighter's fighter yeah, as well. Kai, yeah. Is he hard yeah. to? What's his biggest strength? Is it just the work rate, or how does? Um, is it hard he's got to keep whiskers. Off? He's got whiskers. Yeah. He's got a chin, man. Like yeah. I hit him with some shots, yeah. and like I know. His eyelashes didn't even twinkle. Like, oh. eh, like it hit him, and I usually hit guys with that yeah. shot, and they'll they'll think about you see it for a little. They, yeah. they, even if it doesn't hurt, they'll think they'll be like, "Oh, I okay. can't do that again." I hit him, and he went, 
step back and I was looking for that little bit of apprehensiveness in yeah, his yeah, eyes yeah. and he just goes, let's go, son. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Like, I can see how this guy, like, he's in he a just... great camp too. Oh, man. a great man. camp Poor too. It's Tony Tolge and the boys. And, and, and uh, Angelo Hyde. I, I rate the Maloney's one and one as the pound for pound best in the country. One yeah. and one. For I what, can't they're, split, for what I can't, they're doing. I can't split them. I can't yeah. split them. One and one. They're fighting... Fighting for world titles, fighting top five guys, fighting the Japanese guy. What's his no, name? Yeah, Inoue. Inoue. He, yeah. He's he's top five pound for pound Without in the world, and to even be in there and you know be competitive for as long as he did, you know, it shows big kahunas, man. And Massive. He's he, they're one and one. They're one and one for me in the country pound for pound. I think the they've got to be, don't they? JJ, I think that's uh, pound for pound. Help, you'd, who, who, you'd are say so. who are we missing? Who are we missing? Well, it it depends because George got a massive fight oh, in front of him. Oh wow! Right? Thank you. No, that's Timmy, unsurpassed, unrivaled. Need to. Timmy's but, but, cleaned, but, 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 but you cleaned out his backyard, right? Once, yeah. But I don't think the Maloney's get credit for their body of work. That's what I believe. I believe okay. the casual fans 100%. put put Tim as number one because that's probably the easiest way for them to see boxing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, because but, of exposure, I, I I think Tim would. Perhaps even go with us in relation to the the Maloney boys being on the world stage and what they've done. They're over very there. very yeah. well respected within yeah. the tight boxing community. Yeah, yeah. But, but they're not known in the wider no, one. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I think if you ask anyone that knows boxing, you 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 rate Maloney's one and two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Timmy's uh, Timmy. Well, and, come to Tim because I want. We're going to talk boxing. I promise. Oh, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Timmy and George are, are like yeah. uh, like they're there. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, depending how Timmy goes in this one. He could be number one in, be. In, the, in a couple of weeks. This is rocked. A lot of turf to cover, and I don't want to do this lightly. So think about this, yeah. and because then we're talking boxing, right? We're, we're going to go across a few spaces. Tell me, how are we going? One of the, one of the great things I love about the No Limit shows, yeah. I think, I hope I'm right, I think Uncle Mick was the elder that did Call the Country. Oh, with, oh, I think yeah, it was Uncle yeah. Mick. But I love the way he almost, can I say this? He, almost, he made it so heartwarmingly uh, inclusive, yeah. black Welcome. or white. Yeah. And I want you all to, to come here and I want you to enjoy, our, enjoy your fights and enjoy yourself and let's come together. And that's another thing that really stood out from that card. Yeah. The fact that No Limit, are trying, I believe, yep. in that space to, hey, close guys, the to close, close the, gap. the gap. Now, let's get brutal. Mm-hmm. Yesterday's yesterday. How are we going as a nation? We've got a long way. Listen, this, this, I'll put it the most simple way possible. Yep. We need to carbon copy exactly what New Zealand does and has done and does for the native Maori people. And we need a carbon copy that here and start doing it for the indigenous people here, the mm. indigenous, yeah. whatever you like to be called, First Nations, indigenous, Aboriginal, mm. Murray, Koori. Um, Help me. Yeah. In far north Queensland, you are. Oh, so far north Queensland, up past t- Townsville, they're called yeah. Barma. So you're so, Barma. Yeah, I'm, one, yeah, I'm Barma. So one of my, my tribes is from there, yeah. one Jamaja people from up near there. Yeah. And then uh, Waka Waka people. Yeah. There's all sub tribes as well. It's it's it gets complex, man. It Good. gets complex. Well, no, it no, gets no, complex. I, I, I people think it. of it. I'll, I'll explain it another way too. So people see Australia as one, right? But every tribe and language group was like its own country. You so if you superimpose Australia over Europe, how many countries will it would it cover? 
Plenty. How many different cultures? Plenty. How many different languages? That's the same as Australia yep. and the same with the indigenous people. Indigenous people from WA wouldn't even be able to understand the Noongar. indigenous people. Noongar. Yeah. Noongar. Noongar. Yeah. Noongar people. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to understand the indigenous people from the tip of, of, of Australia. Yep. They're this. completely different. So it's like different countries within a country, the country of Australia. Yep. Tell me this. I yep. think it was Anthony Mundine, yep. away from the lights and camera. Mm-hmm. He said to me, the only thing that fixes Indigenous Australia is health and education. Are we 100%. Right? Um, tell me this, because I often say to people, you know, um, we came out, majority of us, in handcuffs. A yeah. lot of our women didn't make it here. 100%. Um, we, 90% of us weren't the ones with guns. Mm-hmm. Am I right in saying that we are Aboriginal to our land and the difference between Aboriginality and Indigenous? Because a lot of people don't get it when I say, hey, you're Aboriginal to Australia. You, you, you're fourth, fifth generation. You are Aboriginal to Australia. That is different to being Indigenous to Australia, correct? Listen, words are words. Yeah. Please tell me. Words are words. Yeah. They're all made up. Words are made up. I've surpassed all that stuff with my thinking. Okay. I believe we are all one. I believe we should be tolerant and respectful and understanding of the things that have happened in the past have shaped a lot of the things and a lot of injustices and a lot of things that we see that are wrong within the Indigenous community and the Indigenous space. You've got to realise they're a direct result of colonisation. Everything was brought here. We never had poverty. We never had the diseases. We never had incarceration. We never yeah. had alcohol or drugs or anything like that. Agreed, so but all... there were problems before we, before we got there also. Well, there was oh, – for sure there was uh, inter-tribe yeah, yeah. Um, okay. wars and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't all sunshine like any, and lollipop. Like, like any society. Like any society. But I'm talking yep. about the systemic things that are happening today yep. are a direct result of, of the injustices of the past. Now, now, listen, do we focus on them? No, we don't. We've got to realise that they are here and they exist. Yep. But we've got to move forward. We can't yeah. just play this, and, and a lot of Aboriginal people do play this victim mentality, you know what I mean? And and, and, and I'm not about that. I'm about empowering our Indigenous people. Yeah. I, I've re- recently opened an Indigenous uh, construction scaffolding company, and, and, and I p- handpick and mentor the Indigenous workers to stay with the company, to give them a career path, to give them a goal to set on, and, and, and I'm doing, I, I've just started that. Just well done. Off the ground. Yeah, Congratulations. So, that oh, is man. incredible. And it's, um, Have you run across Troy Ruggles at all? No, no not yet. I'm going to put you in touch. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's similar similar type business structure. Very big yeah. in, the, in the construction game and recruitment game. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that's what that's what I'm doing now. I'm all about empowering. Like I, I worked as an Aboriginal education officer for school for three years. I was running programs at Cobbin Detention Centre, and I, I do all these sort of things to try and. You know, give a perspective that's you know may not be ex- exactly the same as these kids, but I come from same scenarios, yep. you know, same situations, and and you can either play that victim mentality, or you can you know change your life, man. You can change your life, I, and I think yeah. for as for as far as your point goes as well, in terms of education, I think it's absolutely imperative that non-indigenous Australians are educated also, oh, brother. because I think that. Personally, I believe that that's a massive gap. As it's well. lacking. Absolutely, it is. And you're a tremendous ambassador. Mm. You speak very eloquently, and your message is exactly what the Australian public needs. We need you in schools. 
because this is about unite, not divide. And when I, I, I dare I say it, I'm going to say it. I've been an Australia Day ambassador the last six years, and I'm proud of it. And every time I do, when I go to the Riverina, probably the first words that come out of my mouth, and most of my script is written by my dad, and that is Riverina is Wiradjuri country, always was, always will be. So I don't say that lightly, but I'll yep. tell you what you guys did miss out in your generation. One thing that I had my full focus and attention in school, Aboriginal studies. Yeah. I, I, I agree, but by the same yeah. token, yeah. for me, whilst Paul would be tremendous in schools, yeah. Paul would be tremendous in workplaces. Yes. There's generations that were skipped that don't hear those stories. I, I, went, I went through school. I went to a great school as well. I did my Aboriginal studies, but I learned more on the phone to Paul, to Brad, to Jared, whoever I speak Much to, more. to Maddie, to yeah. George, to yeah. Trent, all my close friends that are Indigenous Australians. Those are the stories that give I you don't such a lost. profound effect. I just don't want them and lost. Sense of welcoming to a culture that is part of everyone in Australia's DNA. Because I do, I, I will say, because if, if I'm going to be real, I and I'm so blessed that Paul, that uh, Showtime went there. I do get real down on people that I see that play the card and play it hard. Yeah. Uh, not about unite. Not about, and they're not about unite. Mm. I'm sorry. That's I, I see it. Yep. I see it, but we're not going to fix it all at once. And negativity breeds negativity. Absolutely, you're never going to be able to listen. The, the get I seen you. Uh, I listened to you say about Australia Day. Listen, I, I I don't celebrate it myself. No, but I think we should. Everyone should have the rights to celebrate it how they want. I don't mind if we change the date. Can we do it together? I don't. I, I don't mind. Can we? Yeah. Let's do it together. Do it together. This do is what together. you do. You go to a vote. And you have the vote. Whichever way the vote comes out, Australia has made that decision. Now that as doesn't one, change as it, one. it doesn't change the, the, the fact that some what people don't have to celebrate it. You don't have to celebrate it. Let people do what they want to do. Let people celebrate it or not celebrate but you it. Agree yeah. But understand. Should. But understand that there are some people that it's gonna affect. You know, it's up some people that are going to feel a certain way about it, and that's okay. That's their journey. Yep. Hopefully, Clarify, one I day it should be an Australia Day, but I would love it to be together. Something we celebrate, look back at the past, and leave it there. Respect it, learn from it, move forward together. So I'm very proud of Australia Day. Yeah. But I'd like. Isn't us it first to be of January together. where we become a federation? Was it first of January? I'm pretty sure. Well, what about May 8? Mate. <laughs> mate. Mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Okay, let's get Gladys on the line. She's May going, 8. Ma- mate. No time's got a suggestion, mate. Mate. You know what? You know what? Ben Fordham, 2GB, he's going to love that from May you. 8. Mate. Mate. I, mean, hey, I can't take credit. I've heard it somewhere. But <laughs> I like it. I like it. There you go. It's a new day. It's a new day. No, but listen, like, yeah. I'm like – Back to what you said, I'm all about uniting and, and I'm I'm a very, as you can see from the walkouts, from the fight kit down to everything that I do and say, yeah. I always, it's always a prominent thing in my life and in, in my household, everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I realise yelling and screaming and jumping up and down does not change people's opinions. It does not sway people. It does not bring them to the cause. It does not make them want to listen to you anymore. Yep. You know what makes people want to listen to you? Being approachable. 
I want to yeah. put something to you right now. Business plan, I think JJ's already on it because he retains so much. You just <laughs> nailed it. It's not about in the schools. We've got to get you on the work sites. We've got to get you in the in the educational system or the, the workplace and, and pass on the message because you're right. Lots of people, lots of generation missed out on the stories, as you said, that we get so beautifully from Paul and from Brad Hardman, mm. uh, and, and we're getting it here today. But that's a credit to you guys to be open about it. I too, love to it. Listen. Brother, but I've always – see, I don't – you know, I know you're going to – I don't I don't see colour. Yeah. I don't see colour. Nader Ham, Dan, he's my man. Skinny Usain, he's my man. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I just don't – I'm not affected that way, and and that's just the way I'm built. Do you want, do you want me to rattle you for a sec? Yeah. I'll rattle you. Yeah. I've got a theory. What if no one's wrong and everyone's right in their own way? What if you create your own that's deep, vision? Right? Perception. You know, what, you know what, like it is to you what it is to you. Why do we keep saying that you're wrong or you're wrong or you're wrong? I think the... We should live our life following that morality, that moral code, which we know it's bad to do bad things. It's good to do good things, helping, loving. And everything in between is just your geological positioning on the earth. Like if I was born in Africa, I'd have a completely different set of mindset from a frame of mind experiences that would shape the person that I am. If I was born in Texas... Under a Christian heart, I'd be completely different. Yeah. But why can't we respect other people's differences but realize that that morality, that oneness, that yeah. code that we know in our heart that it's good, help, love, spread that positivity, that's yeah. what we need to focus on. Everything else is just words and a creation. And I Further to your point, that's deep. We're getting deep. We're, we are We're getting, getting deep. deep. We are getting deep. Oh, but that's. Uh, I don't like the discussion. I played today. it in the front row, but um, very average front row and participated for 32 years. And I got to say, I think I'm still part of the front rowers union because you just got you got real deep. You got Joe Rogan deep on yeah. just then, brother. I love him. I love him. <laughs> I, I love him Joe. Too. I love. I love Joe. But, yeah. yeah. And I. Th- I think in terms of everyone's perception, in terms of of not seeing color, I understand your point, Mark, but. Mm. I can honestly say I see color and that's my favorite part of the world. I yeah. grew up from a, a family. Both of my parents weren't born here. No. My father was born in Spain. My mum so, was born in Mauritius. Ooh. Dad couldn't speak English when he got to the country. Yeah. Mum grew up with the most incredible family and so did dad and they worked their way to be in the position they are. Yeah. So in terms of my culture as well, I'm yeah. proud. Yeah. And when I walk around, I represent not only the Australian flag, but the Spanish flag and the Mauritian flag yeah. as well. So when it comes to understanding cultures and other people's paths and journeys, that's my favorite thing about yeah. this world. The difference I think you, the differences. I think you paraphrased again, going back to our friends on Melrose uh, and Fortune Gymnasium, Justin. I think you yeah. you paraphrased it when he had to sit on the roof with a loaded shotgun and a forty five to protect the retailers downstairs when the the Black Lives Matters yeah. uh, protests were in full swing, and, and a small minority of that. Uh, March was quite violent, but, yeah. but Justin's like, "Hello, come to my gym. It's a rainbow." Yeah, like, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, of course, it's it's a, all different <laughs> colors, he shapes, sees and colors. Yeah. He sees colors. He sees them all. You're all welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. is, isn't a rainbow beautiful? Isn't, isn't the different isn't colors it? and the contrast? Yeah, and, uh, I love that. I love learning new things about yeah. people and cultures and trying new foods and yeah. and having new experiences and. And um, you know, like like being with Billy Usain at, at Body Punch for so long, I, I like it, it opened my eyes up so much. But 
now that I've found the home at Dreamtime and having all the Indigenous boys around and just having that camaraderie and uplifting each other together, yeah. you know, seeing all these Indigenous boys come through, we got young Sleeping Beauty over there. He's gone. <laughs> wow. He's, 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 he's out of it. He's, <laughs> hey, Jared's been smashing him, I tell you. I just, he, wow. That's I, sa- next I saved I saved. We got a young man and I said, you got one job here, just a, a few photos, <laughs> wild rocks, round 16, the most polarising, <laughs> the most polarising uh, podcast on the market. And I've gone over to see how he's travelling. Well, let me tell you, he's asleep at the wheel, bro. <laughs> hey, ja- Jared's been giving it to him, yeah. And um, look, you know, this this is another young guy that we've just brought on to um, Dreamtime. And yeah. uh, and share his know, name. Caleb Gray. You're going to remember that name, that kid. Caleb this Gray. This yeah. kid is is the real deal, man. And okay. we see potential in him. And, and uh, you know, that and that's... That's the whole thing we're building at Dreamtime is yep. that, you know, it, but it ain't just like we got non-Indigenous people of that course, fight for Dreamtime as well. So don't course. get me wrong. It ain't just about that, but it's just having them strong Indigenous role models, having Jared, having yep. Brad, yep. having Lawrence, having Jason Lapham, yeah. Zoo, Zoo Fitness. He's yep. down there. He was in my cut corner. He's he's my cut man now. Like it's, it's, it's a credit and, you know, it, it's. You know, Jared's the mastermind behind yeah. it. He's the he's the uh, he's the king of the the the, the he's Optimus Prime of the Autobots. You he know is. what I mean? And 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 you know he's underrated. He's gonna make some noise. I'm telling you, the things that I'm learning and 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 realizing under Jared is 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 crazy because you you kind of think of guys that have been around for a while and they're having this knowledge and you got this sleeper. Yeah. And you come in and you, you know you're not gonna lie, you're apprehensive. You're kind of like, is this gonna and then he's just every every trainer said he's so open to everything. Of he's course. open to everything. He's he watches everything. He's he's just he's a perfectionist. He wants the best out of you all the time. And I'm just fortunate. You and know, and fortunate. I think I think the craziest part about all of it, and I said this to Brad on the phone, and I mean this in the most humble way possible. It was the most arrogant takeover of boxing that I've seen oh, from any wow. any <laughs> nucleus ever. It was like Dreamtime Dreamtime fighters aren't here and. We're on every show, and we're, we're doing not here to take well. part, bro. No, and and, and a lot of people don't know. Jared's had dealings with getting them big fights over the line. This is rocked. We're a boxing show. Oosh, and now we're on the clock because this man, Rod, the producer, he's got a busy <laughs> afternoon. So now I'm going to looking at I, us. I, he's I, giving I, us I, the I, eye. I'm going to go to Let's JJ. Go. Let's point, go boxing. Point the compass, and I've got my literature. I've got my library ready to go. Where do we start? Where do we start? I think we start abroad. Uh-huh. I think quick snapshots we're doing. Quick snapshots. Everyone's talking about press conferences. Yeah. Everyone's talking about massive chances, big opportunities, yeah. lots of belts. Yes. Can't go by Mr. Cambosis taking on Tiafimo Lopez. For, the WBA, for, the IBF, and the WBO. All the straps. All the straps That's for the it. lightweight championship of the world. Where's it going down? It's going down at the Lone Depot Park in Miami. Yeah. Went to Miami once. That's another story. I actually, uh, I actually stayed on an Indian reservation on the Everglades. That's something, bro. Uh, anyway, the social media around this fight already is yeah. off the wall. Yep. This this freak, Tiafimo Lopez. Yep. George Cambosis Jr. showing body language and confidence that I haven't seen abroad from an Australian in the lead up so far out. Yeah. 
Maybe ever. Ever. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe def- Jeffrey. Definitely ever. Maybe Jeffrey. Definitely ever. Maybe Jeffrey. No. But own, no, no, before Nelson won. No, no, maybe Jeffrey in his own way. In yeah, his own yeah, way, yeah, he just knew. He just knew, but not as blatant. No, the, no, no. This, the, this no. is out. The disres, like the, he just has the. And you know what? Listen, me and me and George have had words in the past. We've had words in the yeah. past. Yep. But you can't. I'm a facts man. Put the emotions aside for a sec. Mm-hmm. Cupboard that. Yep. Put it in your. Put it in the mm-hmm. shelf. Bring mm-hmm. it. Facts. The guy's backed up everything he's bloody said. Yep. Time and time again. This guy's going to beat him, he beats him. This guy's going to beat him, he beats him. Selby's going to beat him, he beats Selby. For the number one contender. Mm. Yep. And now, like, does he have – is it, is it is it an uphill battle? Is it the Mount Everest? At the moment, it's the Mount Everest. Yep. But can he climb it? Yeah. He's, he's proved us. He's proved it, He's yes. proved himself right. Listen – not my not my favorite personality. I think we're polar opposites to each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Not my favorite personality, but hey, I got to respect the guy. I respect for what he's done, and and I even posted about it. I go, listen, say what you say about the kid. You yeah. don't like him. You don't like him. Whatever you love him, that's up to you. He's got phenomenal confidence, work Mate. rate, and skills. Mate, I just because we've got a lot to cover. Yeah. JJ, respectfully, you were talking to me earlier today, yeah. and you said, Mark. Do you remember Roy Jones Jr.? And I know you're a massive George Cambosis Jr. Yeah. fan, but give it to me that way. Uh, describe it to us that way, what he faces. So not many people know, but I actually grew up with George. Yeah. I've known George from a very long time, and he, he has not changed his tune from the amateurs yeah. to the stage he's on now. So when people like, ah, oh, he's putting on an act, whatever, that actually is George. Yeah. That's what George is like. Billy Dib. So, Billy Dib. Mate, the amateurs, he was still fighting like a pro. Yeah, but <laughs> like the to, prince. To George, yeah. this he's all in. And one thing you can't ever knock is his hard work, his dedication, and his focus on the sport. It's family and boxing, nothing else for George. I agree. What I and it doesn't waver. No, it hasn't no. wavered. Like no. ever since he's, he's hungry. Exactly. For me, I look at the fight and. And obviously he gets a lot of coverage being Australian and everything, but it takes me back to when Glenn Kelly fought Roy Jones Jr. At the peak of his powers. At the peak of Roy's powers. And as an Australian, Mm. we wanted to believe. so badly want him to win. I know exactly where I was because in that moment. Because you're proud. He's, mm. Whether but we're you don't like him or not, we are battlers. Aussies are battlers. We are. Yeah, but listen to this. And when you want to fly that flag, you go, you know what? He's fighting for our flag. Mm. He's one of us. Yeah. But it can be a very, very rude shock when you get that was to when that. that was when Roy Jones off the ropes went whack. It is. With a double-handed. And I'm yeah. not at all saying. On oh, Glenn Kunga Kelly, hey Kunga, love you heaps, bro. And I'm not at all saying that that's George's fate. No. But that's the same sort of scenario. I'm, I'm a facts man too. Yep. And that certainly can happen. That's now, how deep the pool is. I'm not, I'm not saying that George can't win. No. But it's the same kind of scenario. He's in there. With the best with of the, the best. top dog wow. at lightweight, and I think people need to respect that. And George is he the top uh, dog at lightweight. He's he's close to it right now. Devonta might have something to that's, say. That's that's who I've I've got as the top. What about lightweight. Devin? Devin, I've heard stories that Devin punked both Tio and Tank there in wow. the gym. So you got you got Devin, you got Tank, wow. Garcia. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got Garcia. Yeah, of course. You got Tafima. Yeah. 
Wow, she's a hot division. I'm just looking at all the lightweight kings here. The, how they've you, got them on You box. look at Linares. Yeah. You reckon he's finished. What about Lomachenko? He lost to Teo. Does that yeah. mean we discount him? Yeah, he's I'm, gone. Yeah, exactly. Why is he not in the know. conversation? Exactly. Can, will, can Davis make Super Feather again? Well, he's got uh, not Super Feather. Because he's still think. here at Super Feather and he's on the lightweight list. But I'm just, well, we, we might get Paul's next, take on who he wants on that list. Well, listen, Tank's listen, the money. That the super m- lightweight. Tank, tanks after the money, and he knows all the money is here. You is got, it, who's you the got name on that list for Paul Fleming? The Dream Time list. Oh, man, I'd, I'd love oh, any and either. I'd love Valdez would be a good fight. Valdez. Wow. Valdez would be a that's good who fight. they got at the top of the tree. Valdez would be yeah. a good Oscar fight. Valdez. Like, let me tell you, that's the bull in the matador. That fight. That's, that's that's Valdez. Yeah, I, I like. Can you do the job? Absolutely. Wow. I can confidently say I consider this table and honestly tell you that Paul should win a world title, and I believe he will. Well, he has to. He's 33 years of age, and Paul, know what I'm saying? That's the pointy end. If I yeah. keep, if he's he's been, having uh, kids too. We've got to face him. And somewhat lightly raced and brought along nicely by Billy Hussain. Yeah. So he's he's not over-raced, yeah. and perhaps we are now going to see a, a one- or two-year window yeah. of, of a freak on top of his game. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Let's move along. What's next on the list? Do we talk a little bit about Paul Gallon's victory over Lucas Big Daddy Brown? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, let's go. With no limit. I was there with Flimmer in the building. Amnesty yes. was electric. I saw, I saw you. Absolutely. I saw you. Absolutely electric. How good were the fires leading up too? Great undercard. Incredible Great undercard. undercard. Incredible. I'll fork out for that any day of the week. And, and you, you know, as much as you love the knockouts, you love seeing the, yeah, the, the, the battles. Wars, the battles. Wars. And then you had the Bruno and, um, and Kai fight. And then you had Liam Bru- Wilson and Chua. Brubaker. Yep, my boy Jackie they, Brubaker and Stevie Spy. Mate, yeah. they were, they were crap. You bro. missed one. You missed one. And who else? Lenny's happy. Oh, Lenny. oh, of course. The, the return, return of the Ninja Turtle. Did you wow. see his body for that fight? Help me. Help me, me. Help me about he, the, help me with the tremendous Nick. The war that he had with Alex Acedo. I was in LA in the lead up to that fight, doing a little bit with Lenny as well. And I've known Lenny a long, long time. I did a lot of his fights at the at Club Marconi. Yeah. Um, but I knew he loved the war, and I thought that Acedo fight just. Oh. My goodness, how close. Didn't it get fired of the year? Yeah, it got, it got if fired of the year. it didn't, it should have. And let, uh, let, me, let me tell you for our our listeners and our viewers everywhere, it's a massive reality check. Yes. Alex Cicito won that fight and went on to fight a couple times after. Just. Since then, Alex has actually had to retire with brain Correct. bleeds yeah. at a very, very young age. Wow. So it's a reality all, check for these warriors. They oh. go out and they risk their life. But it also goes back to my continual hobby horse that we don't know that it is such a quantum leap. Lenny is living it in the States. So yeah. it's no disrespect to Danny Kennedy that he gets in there and destroys. And Danny Kennedy's no bum. I know. He's but he, brother, against fighter. Lenny, how did he look? Yeah. He didn't. He didn't he did, he, next level, bro. He was outclassed. He just no looked disrespect. like he's surviving from the exactly. round one. Exactly. From round one. And, 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 next level, isn't it, Paul? Well, it can be the big, like Lenny's been on that stage yes. many Paul, a yes. time. And people underestimate what it's like to be on that stage. The, the light, it's a the quantum li- leap from Australia to the United States of America. I'm sorry, just the yeah. way it is. But no let's just talk about on this level. Like yeah. you go from okay. fighting at Punch Bowl to you go to a stadium, yeah. Yeah. the lights are hotter, the crowd's crazier, the ring seems 
seems bigger. Yep. Your opponent seems like, like, <laughs> a, a, bit, a bit hungrier and a bit like, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Because there's a lot more to lose. And then them cameras, you know, them cameras, yeah. as much as you try and put it away, you know you're on a, you know you're on the stage. So these things can, you know, for, for Kennedy, he'd, he'd never been on that stage. Lenny had been on that stage multiple, multiple, multiple times, and he's performed on that stage, and we know he can perform on that stage. This is Rocked. Lucas, Big Daddy Brown, yep. Paul, the G-Train, Gallon, yep. so much talk, so much hype. Yep. She was over early and Gallon says, he didn't tell anyone, but that day all along, I'm going to win this in the first round. I have been on the G-Train. I yep. don't know Paul that well at all, but I, yep. as I said, I think he's a lightly raced heavyweight, even though his birth certificate says otherwise. Mm. Um he was devastating, and he jumped Big Daddy early, yeah. rattled him, and finished yeah. him, and put him away. Well, it was a dead. It was a dead set mugging. That's what it was. He came out and blasted him. And look, if you're kidding yourself, if you don't think Paul Gallen's a full, fully fledged, oh, he certainly is. Now. He is now. He is. He was before the fight. I think he was against Hunt. Yeah, he was, and he can go and look. But I am concerned now, and you got to help me here. Yeah. This is not a criticism of any of the team, Graham or Babe Matreski or Paul Gallon, who, yeah. as you know, I've been, how long, I've been screaming his name. I, I refuse to see anything but a lot than a win yeah. against his name. In fact, I, I probably tipped the, I, I tipped him hard. You know that. Yeah. I never Paul. I love most because he's never said I want to be a world champion. I, I'm not. He's, he said I don't want to disrespect the sport of boxing. I'm, I'm, I'm doing ring experience with blokes that are teaching me so much. Yeah, e.g., yeah, Willis no Meehan. Yep. Don't start me on Willis Meehan because if he's right between the ears, we get all the straps in the big division. Yeah. But now I don't get it. I, I, I will say I don't yeah. get it. Justice Hooney. Yep. I don't get it as part of Paul's plan to be. If I'm going to be real and honest, yeah. I just don't get it. Yeah, so look, in terms of opponent, he's definitely dump it, jumping into the deep end. But to me, if I, if I have to put my Paul Gallon yeah, hat on, yeah, please. It makes Can, do, if it makes dollars, it makes sense. Hey, every, and yeah. they must be backing the truck up because hey. just well, you does know, not play. Hey. I know he doesn't play, and it's such a smart corner out of Gallon with, with Graham Shaw, Bay Matreski. They, they know their stuff. How does Paul possibly, I'm going to say it, how does Paul possibly win the fight? Well, Obviously I've, wins the payday. I've backed against Paul the la- his last two you, fights, so I'm probably not the bloke to go but to. But now, are you saying, can, <laughs> can, what can he do against Justice Hooney? Um, okay, so he can, probably, he can fight fight on the inside. He can weather out, the storm and try and catch him. Can course. he get inside with a with a with a skilled opponent like Hooney though? Can he really? Let him come. I just thought he I thought he was always going to get inside with Hunt. I thought he was always going to get inside with with Big Daddy. I mate. I just think this is a different kettle of fish. I don't fear for him because he's just going to be supremely conditioned. He, he's his motor's giant and and very physically strong. So in yeah, the clinch, yeah, yeah. that that takes its mm, toll. Mm, okay, not on Paul Gallon. He, he'd like it in close. If he yeah, no, him, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, for justice, that's yeah. going to take its toll because okay, Paul's well, so it, it, Paul will love that. strong. Gallon will love that. In close. Of course. But the craziest thing is that we're talking about Honey like he's I know. the most unbeatable thing and he's still an amateur. That's how good this yeah. kid is. Yeah, I know. Exactly. That's how this kid's had three fights as a pro. Yeah. Um, lots of amateur. He's like, and he's our qualifies for the Olympics. That's Under correct. sixes doesn't have to be. Under six yeah. and you can go. Yeah. The pros. Uh, um, not, initially it was 10, yeah. but six. Yeah. 
he's our closest chance of a medal for. for yeah, I believe so. Oh, too. Uh, for a very, very long time, that guy yeah. is wow. that guy. He's uh, if he gets the right draw. He's gonna. He's he'll, he'll he'll medal and he could be our first gold ever. I believe so too. He could be our first gold ever. He'll definitely medal. I don't get the game plan, but I'm so pretty you, sure I'm going to hear the game plan by the G train and the and the camp. They, so they are very me, Mark, smart and calculated. I've got a question for you. Yeah, because you've backed him big time. Has your Opal card expired? You off the G train or what's going on? Are you backing him? I still have time on this fight. <laughs> oh dear. I'm, I'm going to get a little bit more invested Phone behind the scenes a little bit. Mate, I'm a believer. I just, I just, they'll see something. Anyway. Hey, his bank's the winner. Yeah. Bank, yeah. That, that's yeah. the real oh, winner. Uh, that's right. Hey, this ain't, that's this right. ain't show friends. This is show money. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, man. That's exactly. it, that's show it. me the money. That's and, right. And, I can't hear you, Jerry. <laughs> and, and regardless, like, if he loses... Oh, no. He's got, he's got, he's got upper fights he can make. Exactly. Barry Hall, Barry yeah. Hall, Sonny Bill Williams. Oh, and exactly. everyone. And, and the, the papers. The rematch. Papers. Danny Green. Hey, Greeny, we loved you so much last episode. Hey, the rematch with Hall has me salivating. Yeah. Because she's a 50-50 fight. Yeah. I thought I thought Paul did enough to win the first. Yep. Uh, Greeny disagrees. He thought it was yep. very, very close. This, this is rocked. Moving on, though, it's showtime. It's the main event. Michael Zarafa, yep. Tim Zhu, and it's slated for the 7th of the 7th of July. The 7th of July. Yep. Tim Zhu, Michael Zarafa. I love Michael Zarafa, but let's go to showtime. It's his show today. Wow, what a fight. Give it to me in 60 seconds if you can. I'm on that card, so it looks like I'm on that card. Right, so, right. Opponent to be worth another reason a to purchase people. it. Another that's re- right. Another show time. Yeah. That's it. Hey, um, I'm I'm tipping Tim. I love I love both boys. I respect yeah. both the boys. Um, Tim's just been in some sort of a a run, and yeah. and and yeah. you know his last couple. Of, he's looking better every fight, and to do what he did to Hogan, and you got to realize the uh, the the. The uh, quality of opponents Hogan's been in with, and they've they haven't done what Tim did to him, yep. and that's saying something. Tim's on the cusp. I reckon he's a couple of fights away from a world title shot yep. easily, and not just fighting for the world title. I'm talking about there's a difference between just getting in there and fighting for the world title. He's competitive against them guys at that weight. Yep. Is was that over sixty seconds? How long? Was just that? that's not. <laughs> is Michael's a rapper? Is Michael's a rapper the man? that turned Jeff Horn old overnight to wars with yeah. Jeff Horn. We yeah. saw what Tim did to Jeff Horn. Yeah. I will go to the grave not believing that's the same Jeff Horn that did battles with Terence Crawford, although totally outmatched, and with Michael Zarafa, those wars. Yeah. I don't think it was the same Jeff Horn, but Tim took him apart, took him to school. He fought what was in front of him. Yeah. I love Michael Zarafa yep. for many, many reasons, uh, in, including the tragedy that was Dwight Ritchie and the mm-hmm. sparring that led up. And we, we yeah, our, our, our you know blessings to, to the cowboy, Dwight Ritchie. Michael, I believe, is in with a Tim Zhu, not the same Tim Zhu that fought Dwight Ritchie, not the same Tim Zhu that fought Jack Brubaker, not the same... Tim Zhu that fought Jeff Horn or Morgan or Dennis Hogan. This bloke, I think uh, Showtime alluded to, he is on this steep, steep, 
steep curb. It's a winning streak, and he is white hot right now. I think Tim Zhu wins this fight, and I think it will be, respectfully to Michael, the biggest win of his career to date. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I I just hate... If we're not going to pull punches. it's it, Of course, and, yeah. that, and that's what we're yeah. here for. And the, the thing is, for me, I just hate that the narrative a lot of the time for Tim is that he gets people at the end of their career or he does whatever. Tim beats who's in front of him. There's no excuses going into this fight for his opponent being past it or weathered or too old or mm. undermatched or not un, on the right weight class, whatever it is. If Tim hasn't announced himself to you, tune in on, what is it, July, July 7th. Mm. In Zoo Castle, as they call it, yeah, I believe I did a couple of fights yeah. there with Costia. <laughs> well, yeah. there you go. It's, it's when Costia, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a couple of fights there. Help me, help me, help me. Uh, he got. Uh, I did the Calvin Grove fight there. Yep, and I mean Calvin Grove uh, cut Jeffrey terribly um, when Jeff was a shadow. Of the Jeff Fennick winner. Yeah. So, and Costa took a little bit of team revenge there in Newcastle yeah. for Jeffrey. Yeah. 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 And look, I think Tim will be too good. I think he'll be too sharp. And I'm probably picking Tim to stop him late. I think he'll pick him off. But I think Zarafa will give him a fight for his life. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a war. Zarafa's got heart. You can't oh, take anything around. He's been in there. He's with the best. Listen, he's Tim's one of the ones. to be on top of his game. Uh, of course. Like. Of course. Yeah. You know when people say that they'll go out in their shield, but then they don't? Yeah. That, that ain't Zeraf- in my Not opinion. in the equation. No. Ain't, listen, ain't an ounce of quit in him. No. Listen, if Team anyone- Ellis, he'll be prepared. He's going to war. He needs to be at 110. He will be at 110. May the best man win. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's a, it's a real 50-50, and it's exactly what Australian boxing needs. But, wow. you, hey, listen, hasn't COVID been a godsend Absolutely. for Aussie boxing? It, it, the tragedy that it is, yep. the horrible thing that it is, yep. hasn't it been the injection We've into Aussie boxing? The greatest domestic showdowns time and time again. But like continuous. Of course. It's never been there. There's usually gaps between, you, you know, back when I used to watch it, you'd have a big fight and then – Nothing again for maybe six, seven, eight months, and then a bit. Now it's every show. There's yeah. like showdown. This guy's fighting this guy. This guy's yeah. going to fight. It's great. like it's and great. people jumping up and down. Great. It's, it's awesome, man. It's yeah. great. Great work. Great work. No limits. They're leading the way. D- Dean Lonigan, congratulations. Shout out to you guys as well. I better not go because we've got to go. Brock Jarvis, what's next for your man, Brocky boy? That's his man. That's his man. Brocky boy will be in again soon. Date to be announced. Opponent to be announced. Yeah. But I can tell you now, Australia's going to watch. Watch something special in this kid. He's, he's right on the cusp yeah. of, of, of a big announcement. So I'll let Brock and, and the team announce that on their own. But okay. they got our complete support here. And in terms of another person winning a world title, Brocky Jarvis is the man as he's well. He's the real deal. I've, sure done, like him. Like I've, done, him? I've done some moving around with Brock. How did that go? How did it go with Brocky? He's uh, he's big for the weight. Like he when he was fighting a super was he fighting a super bantam there? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how does this monster make yeah. super bantam? And he's a big super big featherweight. Yeah. He's a big he's, yeah. he's 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 physical and man, J- Jeff's got him in some. Yeah. Jeff's got him into some he's now super in some, feather. Listen, he's yeah. he's in he's in some conditioning, man. Yeah. He's yeah. he's and if. You know the fight with North Bochamp? Yeah. yeah. That guy is a tough son of a gun. Oh, tough. He's a tough son. I've watched him. I've watched some of his fights. He's a tough son. And then Brock just schooled. Just yeah. ran through him. Schooled. Just ran through him. For lack of yeah. a better term, it was a mauling. That's exactly it was what a mauling. it was. It was. It was. It was. Just a, like his coach. It, it is. He's like a. He's like a. Whether he'll take that fight name on eventually. 
them all. Yeah. Where they got Take him? Take two. At? The Storm, because he he likes Arturo Gatti, and he was he was Thunder. Well, he was never he Surrender. Thunder, storm. yeah, a Storm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's that's who Brock watches. He watches all those old school blokes. Yeah. He, he he loves that. He's a real you know student of the game. Loves watching he's the in close work. The way he, boom, boom, he's a throwback boom, fighter. Boom, boom. There's that's no Benick. there's that's no the doubt. That, just oh. that just that generating power. <laughs> he uses he uses Jeff's shoulder. Yeah. All yeah. The time. yeah. He's, he's a mongrel. Yeah. He's a mongrel. He's a mongrel. But hey, lovely bloke. His 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 personality doesn't suit his fighting style. No, no, no he's, not he's at so all. quiet. And he's not at all. Like, he's real respectful, real quiet. Get him in there, and he'll he'll bite your ears off. And that whole team, Fennec crew, I got to say, a tremendous fans of of yourself. I know I, Jeff called me leaving the arena after he commentated the night you fought, and goes, "Can you believe how well Flemo fought? Yeah. He goes, that's the best I've ever seen him." Yeah. So, coming from the goat, coming from four time, and I did say four time. Listen, I said four time. You did four time. time. (laughs) You said it four time. (laughs) Four time. I said it five times. Four time. That's a credit to the team now that I'm with. You know, Jared and and he keeps me honest, crossing crossing the T's and dotting the I's, and and as well, people say like they talk about like imagine you were with Jared from the beginning. Imagine what you could, and I go. All part of the journey. Exactly. And you know exactly. what? That's a, you, you know what? You took we got, two words we got right people, out of my mouth. We've got people banging down the door. <laughs> We've got to feed Caleb before he gets whipped again by the team at Dreamtime. Oh, Jarrah's got him tutored. JJ Rocker, always a pleasure. Round yeah. 16, I think we've got something special in the can with our man right here, Paul Fleming. We definitely do. And just before we go, I just want to commend Paul and the team at Dreamtime for their bravery. I know it's an odd word in boxing, but that analogy of if it ain't broke, don't fix it, they threw it out the door. Because when he came to Dream time he definitely wasn't broken but they re-established it redefined themselves in the sport of boxing and they're tremendous ambassadors for the game they're perfect for the platform they're on they're going to take over but they're going to take over with a good message 100%. mate you're a great father a tremendous fighter and great thank person so much. the whole country backs you thank you so go much. get them showtime i appreciate everything and i appreciate everyone's support and you know pleasure being on the show finally getting on here and That's uh it. You know, big shout out to the team, Jared and everyone. Like I said, without them, none of this would be, none of this would be possible. And uh, yeah, just very thankful f- to be in this position and have this platform. And yeah, we'll we'll chat again soon. My brother, here he is, Showtime, Paul Fleming. This is Rock Round Sixteen. We'll see you next time wherever you get your best podcast with JJ Rocker. I'm Mark Warren, Paul Fleming. It's bye. Let's go. This is Rock. Rocked. 